0: Last time on Dice Funk, The name's Kaiser, Conduit of Equality. How are y'all?
1: If you want to suggest an activity that you would enjoy doing, I think it'd be beneficial for us to all have some bonding
2: time on terms that you would enjoy.
0: The leader of Invicta is going to be on this
2: radio show. I'm going to throw my iPod on, my space pod.
3: Oh shit, I just found a cryptid.
2: <sighs> yeah, dog! <laughs> I
3: was just excited about its snout and the goggles. And yeah, the top hat. Is the island a turtle? Is is that the the turtle
1: island from Avatar? <laughs> um.
3: All
0: right. So, and you see that the scarf was covering a tattoo, uh, specifically the skull of a of an illithid, and there is a knife coming down through the skull.
1: Yeah, he was playing that radio station. Uh,
2: yeah, I gotta this fucking really get, get my shit together, man. <laughs> Got kicked across an island.
3: Okay, uh, I'm going to plant my rapier at his chest. I've got you cornered. Give up now and land your mech.
0: We have to be able to defend ourselves in the air, on land, in the sea. I hear the boss is going to come down and collect the Tarrasque personally.
1: They have mechs. They're trying to steal a giant turtle.
3: They also want to steal a Tarrasque. Oh, he's a big old guy.
0: Because he is an albino minotaur. I'm Ranger Big Star!
3: <laughs> oh, fuck!
0: <laughs> Throw down your weapons and prepare to submit to the long horns of the law.
2: This is our Halloween episode, right? So should we all pretend that our our things aren't recording so it can scare Austin, the biggest scare of all?
3: <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's... I might just cry. Is that scary? <laughs> Are these spooky tears? It's, it's fine. We'll just
1: confuse everyone by all of our character voices will now be just like, a oh, spooky Dracula!
0: And then no one will be able to tell which character's talking.
3: If you want to scare Austin, throw shrimp at him.
0: Also, this will be released until like a week after Halloween, so everyone will be- So
2: it'll be right on time with the Simpsons Halloween special.
0: Which is where we all organize our lives around at that particular it's how, where I organize my life around. Trios of Horror. Respect. I'm glad you have direction in your life, Chris. It's very important for a young man. Oh, I don't.
3: <laughs> One of us has to, right? Yeah. It's, it's not me. It should be me.
0: Uh, does anybody want to plug anything before we start? I know there's still just so many butts that people need to be having in the for- forefront of their mind. So New Simpsons Halloween special. Oh, sorry. You actually have a real thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> people should continue to go on Unbound and pick up a copy of Things I Learned from Mario's Butt. We're about 60% or so funded currently, which is really good. And I I will pay my artist to make a bunch of butt art. I made a big list for him today and was like, this is going to be the list. This is the butts you are drawing." Draw that. Uh, yeah, go pick that up. You can get it with a bunch of different shit. So, Unbound, things I learned from Mario's butt. I'm a big shill.
0: <laughs> you got to do it. Also, my phone just buzzed to let me know that Conrad watched The Lawnmower Man. So, that's <laughs> w- where I am right now. What's that? You <laughs> you have a podcast. Roasted. I do. I, do. I have a,
4: a podcast called Of Horse, a Bojack Horseman fan cast that is about the. Netflix television show BoJack Horseman, and it's kind of fun and sad and oddly vulnerable and, uh, occasionally awkward, so if you're ever any of those things, maybe, maybe listen to
0: that, I don't know, it's on podcast things. (laughs) Okay, that's how we do it here. Chris, how about you, anything?
2: Um, I mean, I do Weekly Manga Recap, and this month we're doing a special bonus pod that's going to be, uh... A showdown between me and Nick, where we both pick three characters, Shonen Jump characters, who would make the best horror villains, and I am turning one of the most beloved childhood anime characters into a horror movie monster during it. Goku.
3: Damn,
0: I
2: had to start all over now.
0: Now <laughs> he's a terrifyingly bad dad. <laughs> uh, Lauren, also, you burned your house down.
3: <laughs> uh, no,
0: I'm just... <laughs> coming this month from Lauren. House burned down
3: i uh, minding my own business, right?
0: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, I was like, oh, I'll just go to the bathroom. Uh, look up, and my fan thing was just on fire. But it wasn't outside. Like I, I feel like it sounds like I looked up and there was a fire on my ceiling. I looked up, and I could see a fire through the grate on my ceiling. So it was, like, inside the roof. <laughs> it's so much worse than I'm making it sound. It was so much worse than it sounds, you guys.
0: Yeah, she almost died, and if... At some point, she leaves the episode abruptly. If in the middle, Sasha just disappears, that's because Lauren was on fire. No. Sorry. No, I... you'll
3: hear it. I'll be like, "Oh fuck, there's a fire! <laughs> I just knocked something over."
0: Yeah, but Austin will edit it out. Yeah. So. I don't want to upset the audience with your death
3: throes. <laughs> that's true. I don't think they'd like that. <laughs> they would. They would not enjoy
0: the auditory experience of you being burned alive. That's really dark. <laughs> <laughs>
3: See, I think that's hilarious, and then everyone's like, oh god, that's too dark. I'm like, oh, go darker.
0: Well,
4: here's the the real tragedy is now everyone's got a question from this point forward whether or not you've burned alive, and Austin's just edited it out.
3: Oh, see, I was going to say they're going to wonder if Austin did it to finally get rid of me and my shitty audio quality. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very roundabout. I feel I feel like there are many more ways to defeat you. You're so small and fragile.
3: Oh, fuck you, right.
0: It just puts something on a high enough shelf and you'll destroy
3: yourself. <laughs> Monster.
0: Uh, so last we left this episode, that's not what I say. So last we left this adventure, uh, you guys fought Kaiser, a member of Invicta and also a poacher. That's who the poachers are. It's just I just
3: say I was right? Yeah.
0: I mean, you called him out, but you guys failed all your insight checks, so you didn't know you were right. That's how math yeah. works.
3: That's fine, but I know. Is
0: that how Babylonian math works? Oh, God. Do you want to talk about your college math class on our podcast, Chris?
2: <laughs> I talk about it a lot of places. I just want everyone to know I had to do an exam on Babylonian math, and I'm never going to see it again in my life. I can 100% guarantee it. Why? Because no one uses
3: Babylonian math. No, no, no. I understand why you're never going to see it again. Why did you have to take a
2: class on I don't know, because it? it's a course called the Fundamentals of Mathematics, and apparently at some point they're like, well, you need to know how the Babylonians did math.
4: Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is not productive
2: <laughs> um they so operate on... in base 60 who would do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> they didn't know a lot of things um, i don't
1: know about the same people who do kilometers which have a weird base as well no miles we miles have the weird base i don't know
0: oh this
2: this course had made me appreciate how much i hate the american system of measurements and everything like that yeah so should because I... it's just as arbitrary and dumb
1: everything's ba- everything should be base 10 yeah. I want ten hours in a day.
0: <laughs> it's unfortunate that the, the Earth does not rotate at a convenient pace for our math. Hey,
1: no, you just take the world's rotation and you divide it by ten and you call a tenth of a day an hour. Uh,
0: there, is, there is a system like that, it's just nobody adopted it.
1: Well, they should have done. Screw the world. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we have six minutes of preamble talking about our projects and our almost dying and our thoughts on metric and imperial systems. I but, didn't
3: even mention the ooze.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's your that was your story. You botched it. That was your secret.
3: Uh, yeah. Ask me about the ooze, you guys.
0: I can't with you right now. The the Mega Drive game
4: where you uh, play an animated. Slime, trying to work your
0: way through puzzle environments.
1: Is it time for us to go fight mechs, please?
0: (laughs) Oh, Lord. On the last episode, (laughs) I said very clearly, you guys cannot beat this mech in a fight, and then Lauren and Conrad beat the mech in a fight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Teamwork! (laughs) High five!
0: Woohoo! Long-time listeners will recognize this as something that happened before in season three when I said, you absolutely cannot win this, and then Lauren soloed it. It's kind of her; thing. She doesn't know enough about the combat to know she can't win, so she just does. <laughs>
3: it's my greatest strength.
1: I like, I, I, I like to think that I helped with a couple of please, please, please don't die to this mech ro- re-rolls.
3: Oh, yes. Exactly. Oh.
1: My rerolls were actually behaving last episode.
0: It's a team effort. It's just like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing. How do you fly? Just throw yourself at the ground and miss. That's Lauren's <laughs> D&D strategy constantly. <laughs>
3: I mean, that's honestly my life strategy. Yeah, uh,
0: It's gotten you this far. And where we last left, everybody, you were on the bank of this light. That's not how words work. On the edge of this lake. And Park Ranger Big Star approached you. He is a huge albino minotaur. His arm is a blaster in the style of Mega Man. And he pointed at this motley group surrounding this mech that he saw flying. And he says, halt, poachers! Uh, Austin. I would like to add a few creative details to the description <laughs> you provided.
2: Yeah, I so bet you would. I want to note that in addition to, like, so he's wearing the park, your HR uniform, you noted, <laughs> but it's it's like unbuttoned and open so you can see his <laughs> chest underneath and he is ripped to shit. And, is it hairy? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little hairy, but it's also got like that part that's all just like pure muscle because on that part he has a giant blue star tattooed across his chest so you immediately know who he is. He also wears a couple gold chains. He has the Ace Ventura
0: wave hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that a call of pompadour? Is what you're talking uh, about?
2: Pompadour, yeah. Well, pompadour can be a couple different things. I'm specifically returning to that like ace ventura like wave hair.
0: Okay. Um, uh thank you. I'm so glad I could help you bring your fucking <laughs> one piece fanfiction to life, you fucking troll.
2: <laughs> you had ample opportunity to stop me along
0: the way. <laughs> I super didn't. You're too popular to interfere with. <laughs> the fans would riot. Anyway, he levels the blaster at the party. What do you do? No. I'm gonna say. Hey, I'm gonna say, hey, big start. <laughs> oh, doctor! What's up, start? <laughs> You're injured, doctor. Are these rascals to blame? And he runs over and st- goes to kick Kaiser on the ground. <laughs> uh no,
2: no, no. Well. He is responsible, but the thing- He that kicks kick- Kaiser,
0: everyone <laughs> takes four damage. No! That knocks me out! <laughs> 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 Alright, is somebody gonna stop that? Because he's gonna kick the Conduit of Equality, and that hurts everybody.
1: Yeah, no th- no, thank you, I stand in the way.
0: Alright, so you're gonna take the full brunt of this kick?
1: I'll take the kick.
0: Alright, good team-building exercise. Uh, Mayura, you take three damage, as Big Star brings his, uh, hoof- right into your belly uh with all the f- the forces of uh, friendly vengeance what do you do
1: i i can handle that i take the kick and go i i appreciate wanting to kick his ass which is definitely not the smartest idea right now
2: star no you're you're jumping ahead too quickly like you always kind of do bud this
0: <laughs> this ain't it chief this ain't it uh
2: <laughs> These, these guys are my crew, and this is somebody who we're trying to stop with uh, poaching. Sorry, I got kicked into a tree. <laughs> Still all coming back
0: together off that. You, you seem quite muddled, Doctor. Do you need to take a short break? Can you sit down? I might have had a concussion. <laughs> we're going to find out later. Somebody get the Doctor a cool drink.
1: Uh, yes. So, the reason we're not kicking this guy's ass is apparently if we kick his ass, we get our asses kicked. It's a whole one of them conduit things.
3: It's not terribly fun. He's the conduit of equality, so if you hurt him, everybody gets hurt.
0: Um, so on the ground, Kaiser is tied up. You tied his arms and
3: legs. Is he just like a- And I slapped him, yes, vigorously. So just, just to be clear, tying him up
1: hasn't made us all immobile either. It's, it's just the damage thing.
3: Yeah.
0: It's, you don't know exactly what it can transfer, but apparently not just the position of his limbs. That's okay. a lot. No, but yeah. So is he's fully, he can't stand or anything?
3: No, of course not. Fuck that guy.
0: Okay. He's going to start trying to roll away.
3: <laughs> I'm going to sit on him.
0: <laughs> okay, you I'm weigh gonna four... fly
3: over and sit on him.
0: You weigh like 40 pounds, so do
3: do we all feel like we've been sat on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'll let you Come I'll, on, I'll let you know. I'll
4: just grab him. Dre will just grab him by his bounds and just hold him
0: in place.
3: That's probably better.
0: Okay. I do like Sasha trying to sit on him to stop him, and he just keeps going, though. Know? And you're doing a log roll, like a 30s cartoon, where you're just running and he's spinning. Anyway, um, so Big Star sees all this and puts two and two together with the mech, and he says, Oh, Doctor, this must be that team you ran off to join. How's it going?
2: It goes well. Uh, this could potentially be considered a successful mission accomplished if we could find the rest of the poachers that the this guy's involved with.
1: We managed to take down a mech, which by all accounts should have been impossible, so I think we're doing all right today.
0: Yes, that's highly improbable. I don't see mathematically how that should work. It seems like maybe you should have let him go and then came back and fought him later as like a boss or something, but you got him.
1: (laughs) Well, well, why fight the boss later
3: when you can fight it down (laughs) here?
0: I like the way you think, Captain.
3: Hey, Big Star, what's your conduit? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, that can drive me crazy. So, out of character, he is the conduit of awe, a w e. But oh my at, God. at Chris's insistence, he says, "I am the conduit of awesome." Oh, God. <laughs> Um, I had to explain to Chris the difference between adjectives and nouns and why Olivia isn't the conduit of protectiveness and why Sasha's not the conduit of conspiratorial. It just doesn't sound right that way. But
2: Well, I didn't realize none of them were adjectives before. I thought you could be like a conduit of anything. Even like concepts.
0: I mean, yes, but I mean, we don't call the captain the conduit of spiritual. Well, no, because spirit sounds better than spiritual, but awesome <laughs> sounds way better than <laughs> all.
1: If you call it spiritual, you ruin my double meaning thing.
0: Yeah. I like Chris just podcasts from the gut. He goes with what feels right, and I respect yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yes, Uh. Big Star is the conduit of awesome. And what uh, what awe is, we use awesome just to mean good, but awe, the actual word, what it means is like an overwhelming sense of being like, it's almost like the presence of God, traditionally. So like when people used to, before awesome entered the mainstream lexicon, it was literally like a religious term for something that like made you feel like you witnessed a miracle. It's like that powerful. So he has like an overwhelming aura where you're just like, whoa, this dude, like, All the time.
3: Is it because he's so big and beefy?
0: He's just magnificent. He's huge. He's powerful. He's strong. He's got a gun for an arm. (laughs) He's just a lot. He's 100% total party dude 24-7. Fuck
1: yeah. He's just a fan favorite character (laughs) that is designed to be the best.
0: Uh, Yeah, he's a total Marty Stew, I guess is the term. But I have an excuse, which is I did not create him. He is all rights reserved TMTM for Chris Larios Productions at at T. All right. Well, now that Big Star's here, Olivia throws herself into the lake, and I start playing Big Star.
3: <laughs> I was wondering.
0: No. <laughs> Bye. I mean, she could she could breathe underwater, so I guess that'd be a bad <laughs> way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Woe is me. Anyway, I'll just chill down here. What do you guys do? <laughs> well, I'm gonna ask Big Star about the other
2: uh, park ranger, the one who was killed. Like, does Big Star work with somebody?
0: Uh, he tells you that all the park rangers have different. Uh, areas of the park like all the different biomes that are there so they don't really meet each other that much he knows him by reputation and he is sad to hear that he has passed but he did not know
3: him personally i can also be a bad egg
0: uh-huh
3: and uh detect do some creeping around in kaiser's thoughts is that what
0: you call using your morally dubious spells being a bad egg <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is now
0: <laughs> is, is that an Eric aarakocra thing or
3: no, you never heard that? It's a, they're a bad egg. It's
0: no, like, I am. I understand the idiom. I'm just saying, is it?
3: Oh uh, well, fun. now it is because I'm a bird. So yeah, is your bad baby? Uh,
1: just just as a query, I can't remember. Did we find out what the poachers were after last episode?
2: It was the it was turtle, wasn't it? It was
1: the
3: turtle, right?
2: Well, they were after the turtle.
0: That's what Kaiser was after. The the Invicta is here to kidnap, uh, megafauna. Both as, like, biological weapons, because they are just powerful, and as, like, symbols of their independence and strength. Yeah. So, right now, they took over the space station as, like, a flex on the solitaire, but they're not going to stay there forever. They're probably going to try to colonize a planet, and having a, a giant turtle to patrol the seas, and a giant tarask to patrol the land, and something to patrol the sky is a huge military advantage. <gasps>
3: yeah. The ziz. Ah, uh, Hmm. Yes, so,
1: the situation we've got here is, there's, uh, we've, we've dealt with one of these poachers, but there's more of them to deal with, and they are trying to take very dangerous creatures, and we can't let any of them get off-world, because I, I imagine working on this planet, you probably ha- know better than anyone, quite how, uh, dangerous these could be if weaponized.
0: Oh, absolutely, we must stop them immediately, or all perish.
1: Well then, where do we start? Do you have any kind of ranger equipment that you can get? Oh, yes, I'm the part ranger. That's where they are. Any sensors that get tripped or anything?
0: <laughs> well, they didn't just hire me for my dashing good looks. I am something of an engineer. And he taps his uh, blaster arm. He says, my own design. Uh, I'm the mechanic for much of this hemisphere. I have a garage back at my ranger station where I keep all kinds of bits and bobs that may be helpful in our quest to defeat some rogue mechs. Would you like to... <gasps> Journey with me back to my lair.
1: I Would do, I? I do have one question before we go. Is it Max? Do you have Max? Are we getting Max?
0: You may be able to drive the Parks Max temporarily. Yes.
1: Uh, okay, I'm coming <laughs> with you. I'm very excited.
0: Uh, <laughs> Doctor, you still look a little pale. Do you need some help? No,
2: I'm sure. I'll just gonna, just got to work some kinks out, and then we'll be, we'll be, rocking
0: hard. Um, So in Dice Funk, when you you get dropped to zero health, you usually take an injury of some kind, uh, and the fiction kind of determines how severe and the effects of that. This is a good time to talk about it. What happened to Dr. Adler, and what are you going to have to be concerned about going forward? So
2: the way I was thinking of it initially was I wanted to have something, because the actual damage that took me down to zero was the Conduit of Equality, which was essentially... I guess, a magical shared feeling of being shot with uh, the captain's shotgun. Yeah, it was psychosomatic. So, And I was like, oh, maybe that would do some damage to like, her like inert or something like that. But I was like, she's immune to poison for the most time. So there wasn't a lot of room to develop there. So I'm thinking instead, the damage that was really bad was getting kicked by the mech and slamming into a tree. So I'm going to say that that severely damaged her back a little bit. Enough that she's going to be able to survive, obviously. But as anyone who has back problems know, that's something that generally just kind of gets worse in life. And I'm going to say it. Yep. It hampers her ability to be flexible, or I guess specifically acrobatic, uh, in
0: in situations. All right. So you're going to take disadvantage on acrobatics going forward. Yep. Sounds good.
1: She's got a she's got a bad case of brine shrine, uh, spine. <laughs> Grind spine. I can say phrases.
0: Yeah, phrases are good. I enjoy them. Um, So before you guys leave, I want to say you probably do t- take a look at the mech real quick and you discover that Kaiser had some uh, magical devices on him. They're in a secret compartment in the mech. And these are called anchors. They're basically like, um, for Chris's benefit, imagine a Jackie Chan talisman.
1: <gasps> oh, I like that touchstone, Thank you. Uh,
0: this is for the audience. Chris... <laughs> messages me on Skype, like, twice a week to talk about Jackie Chan adventures. It's his favorite thing. I've never heard him talk about it, like, professionally. It just seems to be something he does to me <laughs> on purpose to troll me, I guess. Well,
2: because you always talk about, like, what cool things, because we did, like, stands one season, or personas, and then it was, like, all these cool condom powers. It's like, well, the next thing's got to be, like, Jackie Chan adventure, like, talismans.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're they're magical devices, which are uh, which I guess Sasha, you can use your detect thoughts to figure this all out, right? So we could have a whole long scene where we try to like Arcana or you know interrogate, but I'll just let you know because you can poke around in his mind. Love it because teleportation is not possible on planets. They can't just teleport these giant creatures off, and they also don't have. Mechs don't have the ability to uh, achieve escape velocity tied to a giant turtle, right? The way they were going to plan to get these things off the planet was to attach these anchors to them, which uh, kind of eventually they, they slowly generate like a pocket dimension that the creature can be stored in. And then they just like pop them out where they need them then. Yeah, they kind of just go, you know, it takes a couple days because the creatures are so huge, right? So they attached these anchors to them like a week ago when you guys first got the message about the poachers. And they're coming back now to like finish this job. Basically, if you guys wouldn't have caught on to what Kaiser was doing, he would have found the anchor, pushed the button, and phoomph, the turtle would have been sent to this pocket dimension. And Kaiser would have just picked the anchor up and walked off with it. And Good just...
1: thing that we beat up the mech.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you, you assume that's what the other Invicta people are doing on planet. So now you know how you how to stop these guys. So that's what we're doing. Um, it, it looks like Big Star got here because he saw the mech flying through the air with Sasha and Dreg clinging to it. So he saw that, came over here, riding on a giant hamster. Oh. Um
3: Sorry, that's so just he, extremely good.
0: Yeah. Shotgun!
3: <laughs> I want to ride in the head.
0: I bet you do. Uh, so you what? guys are all going to- no, not like that. Jesus. <laughs> I just meant that you want to give him like ear scratches.
3: Well, okay.
0: You got to make everything weird. You and your fiery goo.
3: <laughs> that is me.
0: So you all mount up on the giant hamster and start going back to Ranger Big Stars uh, station. Uh, so you just the, the, the hamster slowly galloping across the plains. What do you guys uh, talk about or do on the way?
3: I'm gonna slap Kaiser again. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> no, because I'm not doing it with enough damage. My bones are hollow. I have fed I'm slap. I'm just, just just to demoralize him.
0: Um. All right. He he tries to throw himself off the hamster and under its feet to get trampled to kill everyone.
3: Um. Well, that's rude.
2: I mean, can't we like tie him to the hamster so he can't roll off? I would
4: have had to have let go at, of him for that to have happened at some point.
3: Yeah, Drag was holding him.
0: <laughs> yeah, so dexterity, contest. I'm going to do dexterity, you do strength. You try to hold on to him, and I'm going to try to squirm out. Okay. Uh, uh, 11.
1: 24. <laughs> oh crit.
0: <laughs> All right, it's a crit, so you tell me what you do.
4: So as he tries to squirm out from my grasp, I'm just going to bring him in real close and, and position him so that... You know, I have a a good firm hold on his torso, and his head is just ever so close to
2: my armpit.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Geneva Conventions, Space Geneva Convention, please.
2: (laughs) We don't all smell Drake's armpit, do we? (laughs) Uh, I I
4: don't know, what would they have to roll to check that? (laughs) Oh my god, can we not?
3: Can we not?
0: (laughs) Please, no.
4: But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep him there for the remainder of the
0: ride. All right. So with a crit, Kaiser is neutralized. He was definitely going to be very difficult this entire ride, but you got him. What else happens on the back of this hamster on your journey?
1: Um, so, Big Star, um, I. I it seems, seems you're familiar with the Doctor. What's your uh, history, the two of you?
0: Oh, the Doctor and I go way back. Uh, we used to work together. And uh, we got into some scrapes, I drove a ship, it was a whole thing. My arm, lost it. God, those were the days. Anyway, Doctor, why don't you tell the rest of the story? (laughs) Well. Good story. I'm here, (laughs) basically.
2: (laughs) I decided I wanted to get back into helping people, so I decided to eventually join up with you guys. That's more or less it.
1: Great storytelling. You're definitely opening up to us. I can feel it. I can, I can absolutely feel it. We're going to be best friends before you know it.
0: Oh. I tried to convince the doctor to work here with me, but her specialty isn't veterinary medicine, and she was also not blessed by the demon lord Baphomet with the inability to get lost. It's very useful as a park ranger.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, it seems very useful as a park ranger. Tell me more about this demon lord. <laughs> I was going to say, you know what else it would be useful for? You should You should totally come on our ship. We could do with not getting lost. It'd be lovely.
0: Uh, I already have a job.
1: <laughs> I know, but also,
3: come join our ship. <laughs> <laughs> you can meet my son.
0: I'm flattered, thank you. But I'm an engineer, and since you are a professional adventurer's guild team, I'm sure you already have multiple engineers to fix your ship. It's vital, and you'd be foolish not to have at least one already.
3: Oh, we have absolutely zero. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> that's a choice.
1: <laughs> that is indeed a choice. And it's also a choice for me to say, would you like to be a ship's engineer?
3: We have a lot of chicken nuggets. <laughs> Many chicken nuggets.
0: Uh, I'll talk with the doctor later. We have some business to attend to. Right now, let's focus on how soft this hamster is.
3: <laughs> um, I'm going to take a nap up there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to take a nap. That's Lauren speaking. Um, but Sasha is going to pet that hamster.
0: <laughs> Good night, baby bad beak.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My beak isn't bad.
0: You're a bad egg, so I'll, you're just bad to the bone.
3: Fuck.
1: Anyone else want to do a thing on, on, on
3: the hamster? Uh, so, uh, do- doctor, how are you feeling? You got really kicked into a tree there.
2: Yeah, I know. It was uh very painful. It's a shame. I was gonna do something totally cool when my, uh, you know, metaphorical turn came around. <laughs> but uh instead I got punted across an island and What you know, really cool thing are we going to do? Oh, you know, it's no reason to spoil it now.
3: You never tell us about your cool things.
2: Mm, let's keep nah, screw it. I was gonna just I was gonna erase all of its water when it tried to shoot it out. I had a smell for it and everything. Oh, Steve Davis gonna help.
1: That sounds pretty cool, actually. It's a real shame that you got kicked into a tree.
2: Yeah, Instead, yeah, I got punted. <laughs> <laughs> this is yet one more reason on my list of many to hate things involving punting.
1: Dreg, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a big fan of, of, of hitting very big things. How was that? Was, was that uh, that mech for you? Was that was that a good enough thing to to hit?
4: It was necessary.
1: Well, it certainly was. I, 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 I have no idea what you enjoy. My apologies. I, I, you're very good at hitting things. So thank you.
3: You're welcome. Jack likes it when I sit on his shoulder because we're pals. The bird gets it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the simple things.
0: <laughs> Up above you, you guys, you see uh, that you have entered a new biome, which is Uh-oh. marked by the appearance of a pod of Kandori above you.
2: Oh, there's space yeah. whale.
1: Space
0: whales. They sure are space whales. The like kinori. that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog.
1: Oh, I love that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog. I, I was thinking more like that, that Star Trek film where they have to go find the whale.
4: Am I the only one that's remembered they're also looking for something that flies? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yes, yeah. but the Courage the Cowardly Dog reference had to come first. <laughs> It's a very uh, a ubiquitous trope for something so strange and specific. Also, Final Fantasy, one of them, they go, they ride a space whale to the moon. I think four? I don't know. The point is, there is a pod of space whales above you. They're called Kindori. K-I-N-D-O-R-I. Uh, they are much bigger than Earth whales. They, f- they actually fly, as we've said, above the ground in, in a school. They are about 120 feet long, uh, proportionally m- thick. I, that's not the word I wanted to use. that's the only <laughs> word that came to mind. I tried. Oh, they thick. They thick. Thick.
3: They're though. Bulky. Chonkers.
0: They're chonkers. Oh, uh, the they coming? The main physical difference you'll notice between them and earth whales is instead of having two eyes, one on each side of their head, they have four, all on the front, uh, arranged in a horizontal line. Um, if you want to know more, that's a nature check. I rolled an 18.
4: I am not participating in this check. <laughs> uh
1: a 9, 13.
0: Yep, that's two successes. Uh so the Kindori are theorized to be the the ancestors of all like cetacean life, like whales and dolphins and so forth because people oh, people have noticed that those type of life forms exist on almost every planet with water throughout the galaxy. Um basically every planet has some kind of whale. And so how did they all get there? Well, there's a giant whale that floats through space. So that seems to be a common just thing. Just
4: spraying itself all over planets. Apparently. And some of them have water and
0: wow. I mean, it's probably more complicated and more tender than that. <laughs> more erotic. <laughs> uh, but as we have all noted, it, the idea of the space whale is just thoroughly in fiction and culture for some reason. Someone could probably explain it. I cannot. But this is the, the spell jammer reason for that is because there is a common progenitor which is these guys uh they are basically peaceful they don't have mouths uh they're photosynthetic or not actually photosynthetic they are the mammalian equivalent uh, photosynthesis is different don't don't worry about it we don't have to get into the photosynthetic cells uh they they eat sunlight they don't have mouths they have four eyes they're giant whales and they're just floating above you peacefully just like 20 of them and they're just like
3: oh they're just big gentle babies
1: yeah conrad is totally right though that's i'm assuming what's being stolen
3: yeah clearly
1: that that seems like a that seems yeah
0: yeah big star says like that that is the greatest aerial creature in this hemisphere the dragons on the other side of the planet are more powerful but they're too powerful they're brilliant (laughs) Uh, you can capture a Tarrasque, it is just an animal, but dragons have wisdom beyond entire cultures. A single dragon could decimate any force thrown against it, especially the ones we have here on Hypatia.
3: Are they, like, chill if I just want to, like, go hang out and chat? like
0: The dragons? Yeah. Well, we have both a sun dragon and a moon dragon on this planet. Moon dragons uh, do not care for visitors, you will be killed. Sun dragons are... More of an option, if perhaps you could interest one. But once again, sun dragons are so named because their natural habitat is the surface of the sun. So kidnapping or defeating one is (laughs) quite a silly notion.
3: But just, you know, if I wanted to come back later and just talk to a dragon, I could do that, hypothetically.
0: If if you make a beeline for the sun dragon habitat and you do not give it any reason to devour you, perhaps
1: noted you say you say that it's a silly thing to try and try and fight one of those things has has a sun dragon ever gone up against this particular bumbling bunch of fools (laughs) because we apparently are able to kill
0: things we're not supposed to yeah i have to be very careful about saying you can't do things because you fuckers will absolutely (laughs) do them (laughs) um but yeah big star says if they're if they want a an aerial creature for their menagerie they're probably going to steal a kindori Because they can't steal a dragon. Nobody can. uh, If the gods still existed, they would have difficulty wresting a sun dragon from this planet. Both the sun and moon dragon are here by choice because they're chill spots.
3: I love those guys.
0: They were just so big and powerful, guys. When they were making Spelljammer, they are like, you know dragons, right? Like, they're big and strong. What if we just got absolutely fucking buck wild?
3: Like, what if dragons but more?
1: I I like the fact that we got to this planet and we were like, oh, terrasts, that's the scariest thing we're going to see while we're here. That's the thing that we should not mess with.
0: Yeah. No, there's there's actually another kind of dragon and spell jammer that I am not including because it's just silly. It it's an uh, it's a dragon which can use the, wi- the the can use the spell wish at will. What? Ooh.
2: So that's,
1: fun. that's just like not even like not What's the even point? Doable.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not. It's just a like a novelty because like every once in a while, D D, the people in charge of DD will be like, "What if we make the new strongest creature ever? He can uh, summon black holes and throw them." It's like, okay, well, I mean, it's not really a thing we can use, but thanks, I guess. Some fun lore.
1: Could someone like just hypothetical D D question? If someone had wish, could they use wish to turn the? This thing into an into nothing. Is that how D D works? You could just be like, no, I use wish. No, no to that.
0: It depends on the edition. In fifth edition, wish basically lets you use, cast any other spell or something at the DM's discretion. Oh, so. okay. You could you could true polymorph something into something else and then smush it maybe, but
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, so what do you guys do? You're on the hamster. You see the, these kindori above you. You know about the sun dragon and the moon dragon. Big Star seems pretty chill. I think he, he tries to. Uh, he has a handout for Dreg to do that beginning of Predator Arnold Schwarzenegger bro bro arm thing. You know. Uh
4: huh. Yeah.
0: You got. Do you guys? But your biceps bulge.
4: No, no. He's, he's eyes on the prize. He's got an armpit full of poacher here. Now's not <laughs> the
0: time. Okay, so you turned down uh, Big Star's moment of bro. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'll do it. <laughs>
0: That's, that, yes. See, this is this is teamwork here. I love it. All
4: right. Um, He's the fuzz man. <laughs> so,
1: uh, big big star. Um, if we want to get up there to presumably stop one of these things being kidnapped, what what's our best options for getting up there? Do we go back to our ship, or do do you have any suggestions? Like, as park rangers, do you have any way of going up there? Uh,
0: up to the Kandori?
1: Yes. Do you know have to look after them, I suppose?
0: Yes, my garage has any number of uh, equipments that could help us get up there. Going back to your ship uh, is ill-advised in this no-fly zone. You would you'd probably do more damage than good uh, setting off those alarms. So, unless you want to lose your adventuring license and get me fired and all kinds of stuff.
1: Well, that seems like a good plan. What, what, what options have you got for us? What have we, what have we got on offer?
0: Sorry, I'm trying to figure out, what's the name of the actor who played Dutch in Predator? Uh, no, not Dutch, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. The guy he does the arm thing with. What's his name? Ah, it's killing me. It's
2: not the guy who was, uh,
0: Apollo Creed. Carl Weathers. Yeah.
3: Damn it. Oh, yeah.
0: Carl Weathers. You should have said Apollo Creed. Sorry. I just, I had to exercise that for my brain, it was going to bother <laughs> me the whole episode. Um, I'm probably going to cut all of that out. It's not funny, it's just bad. <laughs> Um, Hold
2: so- on, I need to find this. Apparently, there's an Apollo Creed versus pun- Predator comic.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude!
2: Oh wait, no, never mind. It just sent me somewhere that has a sexy Predator, and I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Oh, I made a mistake.
0: Oh my lord.
2: Apollo Creed versus Predator auto-populated in Google. The first thing said Apollo Creed versus Predator comic vine. And I was like oh sweet there's a comic and then it's a sexy Predator and it all went a bad way and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the internet. I need to see the sexy Predator now. Yeah, How do you
4: define a sexy Predator exactly?
2: Uh, well it's wearing fishnet stockings. <laughs> uh I guess, armor thong, and uh, is seductively looking at me with a rose.
3: Oh, Chris, he loves you.
2: And so the
4: word you use to describe this is sexy, huh?
1: Oh, no, I'm looking at it. This is a sexy predator. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, those fishnets, huh?
0: I'm going to cry. Um, Sorry, Austin. Yeah, no, it's super good. It's
1: scaly thong.
0: No, I mean, in your defense, the episode's definitely called Sexy Predator now, so who's the real winner? <laughs> Um so uh Leo Myra asks about what mechs that he has back at the uh, at the garage. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, what well, mechs and or other options, what do, what do we have for going up there to maybe fight off uh, poachers?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know about fighting. Uh park rangers don't do much of that. Most of the mechs we have are for like moving trees, digging irrigation ditches, just maybe defense moving through a predator's biome. So don't get your hopes up too high. These aren't the kind of mechs you're gonna wanna take on a galaxy-spanning adventures, but if you all team up, maybe you can have a better chance than fighting on foot, so
1: Do, do any of these mechs combine with other mechs to create some sort of <laughs> mega-robot?
0: What would be the <laughs> conservational purpose? <laughs> How can
1: you- I don't know, for fighting off poachers with mechs!
0: <laughs> we had not- pre- For this exact moment! <laughs> we had not prepared for this eventuality, because it was extremely unlikely.
3: So it was us breathing up a
1: bank, but we did it anyway.
0: <laughs> all right, enough of, uh, enough of your humble bragging all of you.
3: <laughs> I didn't say anything this time. Yeah,
4: you, you don't hear it coming from me. I think there's just one a grieving party here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Sasha, you're the Carl Weathers in this Arnold Schwarzenegger Carl Weathers bro clasp.
3: Yeah, and I I think he probably just picks me up, right? Like I try he tries to clasp my tiny hand and it's just like there's the whole bird.
0: Yeah, it's just like, he's basically just like holding you up.
3: Sounds pretty cute, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's like one hand holding a dachshund.
3: Oh, I love dachshunds.
0: Yeah, they're very good. Um, So in the distance, you guys can see uh, Big Star's ranger station. It is a pretty simple, like, cabin, basically. It's just where he sleeps and eats. But next to it, there is a hangar, essentially, that is the garage for all of his various equipments and engineering needs. I have a message on Skype. Why
3: is there a sexy predator on my phone?
0: Conrad just sent us the sexy predator aforementioned. No, and no, no. Honestly, this is a
1: different no. sexy predator.
0: No, no,
3: no, no. This is a different sexy predator.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, there's a lot of them, apparently. It's a genre.
3: Anyways, mechs.
0: <laughs> what?
3: I said, mechs. Tell me about those. How do those work? <laughs>
0: okay, so we're just changing subjects, huh?
3: <laughs> Sometimes... You don't want to think about sexy predator.
0: Sometimes. Um, so the first thing that jumps out to you is that standing outside of the garage is a mech, um, and it is oh, no. not one that. <laughs> God damn it! Now Laura said the sexy predator. Yeah. This is a... <laughs> this is a fucking train wreck. Let me look at. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, wow. What the fuck?
4: I I'm impressed actually. <laughs>
0: All right, outside of Big Star's garage, there's an enemy mech. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh no. Um, this is a Legrand Malamute is the name of this. (gasps) He big. Yeah, it's extremely big. I know dog
3: breeds.
0: (laughs) It's extremely big, extremely stocky. It is basically a transportation and like shipping mech. Like it picks up big containers and moves them around, puts them in other places. It's not a combat um,
3: mech. That big dog in Undertale with the armor. (laughs) With the tiny <laughs> it, is,
0: hand. it is not l- l- lesser or greater dog, now.
3: Why not?
0: <laughs> uh, because the, the Legrand mechs are named after dogs. They're not shaped like dogs. They're just, they're Gundams or, you know.
3: I feel like that's poor planning, honestly.
0: Okay. Well, I'm sure you guys can figure out how to get a dog-shaped mech if you so desire. But that, my friends, would be a Zoid. Which is also a pretty good series.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd be up for
3: it for Zoids. Yeah, like, are we mad about this? <laughs> uh- <laughs>
0: Uh, so yes there's a big stocky uh like shipping mech outside of the garage uh the cockpit seems to be open and there's wires hanging out of it and the door of the garage is open it's a gra- i say garage it's like huge like there's a ton of mechs inside so
3: are there any that look like an egg
0: you can't <laughs> see inside the <laughs> well,
2: well we got we got the one enemy one to worry about i think first is there a way that we could like sneak over since it doesn't look like it's occupied right now the cockpit's open and the wires are hanging out correct that, like we could sneak over and maybe like big star since he's a great engineer could like break it
0: oh all right everybody makes stealth checks uh first of all you're gonna have to get off this hamster right are you taking uh kaiser with you or leaving him here
2: i'll stay behind because i have disadvantage on stealth checks so i'm gonna be a bad person to have
0: around <laughs> oh are you wearing heavy armor yeah nice
1: Uh, a crit, 24. Yo. I am a very sneaky hippo.
3: Oh no, I rolled a seven.
1: I'm just imagining her holding up like a branch and just like sneaking. Do, 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 do.
3: My feathers are too loud.
0: Uh, six. Oh no. All right, so here's what happens. The party fails.
1: Does my crit count for anything?
0: Yes, the party fails, but Captain Melbeck crit. So it's going to be kind of a mixed success. So you guys get off the hamster. Uh, Dr. Adler takes Kaiser aside and like puts him down uh, like behind a rock or something. So he can't be seen and is watching him. Uh, Dreg, Big Star, Captain Melbeck and Sasha sneak up to the mech. And Big Star kind of climbs up into the cockpit and starts pulling stuff out and moving stuff around. He's trying to like reprogram or, or break it. And the mech shudders loudly uh the metal seams uh grinding and so forth and that alerts the people inside the garage who rush out but because captain melbeck got a crit if you want to attack first as they rush out of the garage you can get uh first the first round if you want to engage them immediately as they rush out into your ambush
1: um how many people can we see coming
0: you don't know, so I'm giving you the opportunity to uh, take the initiative to shoot these people before you know who they are as they rush out. That's what your crit gives you. You can gun them down right now.
1: Is this people running out on foot, or is this people in mechs running out? Like, mechs coming to face us? On foot. Uh decisions. Uh decisions. Mm, uh.
0: Yep, you hear the sound of running feet, people coming- running back to the mech, and you have, like, a split second to decide if you open fire on them as they exit the garage.
1: I'm gonna- I'm gonna take the shot. If there's- if there's an enemy mech outside, I'm taking the shot.
0: All right, roll an attack.
1: Okay, uh, that's a 21.
0: All right, 21 hits. Uh, three people run out of this garage. Uh, there is a clownfish merfolk- There is a... Where did my icon go? I've lost it. There is a toucan, Aarakocra. And then there is a boring white guy.
3: Ugh, I hate that guy.
0: Who I don't have an icon for, because who wants to look at a white guy? Bird. So roll damage. You hit as these three people run out.
1: Yeah, I... mm, Yeah, sorry, everyone. Uh, uh, Five, that is not a huge amount of damage.
0: It is not, but it's a a scatter gun kind of weapon. So you hit all three of these people as they rush out. Um and you can see as they stumble from being shot. Uh the Toucan has an Invicta logo uh oh. on his beak. The clownfish has one on on his face, just like a gang tattoo, and the human <laughs> has has um like small ones across his knuckles.
1: This this is me panicking and just like, I've completely typeset this uh this group of, of supremists as like Nah, they're all humans right because humans are shit sometimes so I, was like, I i i ah thank goodness they're bad too
0: i mean the the first invicta guy, guy you fought was a merfolk so
1: yeah oh yeah it's been two weeks since we recorded that i don't remember who we fought
0: <laughs> that's
2: true uh roll initiative do i need to roll for initiative no okay
0: good i got 12 i'm gonna sit here and listen to jojo themes how are you liking the Golden Wind theme?
2: Uh, I mean, the first theme's fine. I'm really needing to, like, grow to adapt to that closing theme. I mean, it uh, makes <laughs> sense, but...
0: <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to the new season of JoJo, the ending theme is just like, When I wake up, feeling so horny. That's it's, how the show it's ends. basically
2: a porno song. Uh, like, like, a, like an R&B <laughs> 90s porno song. I got
1: a general initiative.
2: Nineteen. Eight. Freaking you is the name of the song, by the way. What? It's
0: just an R&B sex jam.
3: Well, that's fun. The,
0: the, the intro is growing on me. The first time I heard it, I was like, that's kind of whack. But honestly, I've listened to it like a dozen times. And
3: you know what?
2: It's It's got charm. It's fine. This is like probably my second least favorite JoJo. So I'm not I don't have high, high expectations one way or the other to it. And after it, like it surpassed everything part four could have possibly done with like its openings. So I'm pretty I'm pretty open to it.
0: <laughs> strong jojo opinions in your dnd podcast. Yes. All right, Sasha, you're up first. Three Invicta members. I'm going to say I'm going to say soldiers cuz they're like a paramilitary group, so soldiers.
3: I want to be nasty. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to target the white guy. <laughs> yeah. Um and I'm going to cast dissonant whispers. Okay. Says so a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy. Not very wise. Is it because he's a white guy? Six. Sorry. Uh, ah, no, ma'am. Uh, I have 14, so let me double check my damage. That is... That's 3d6 psychic damage, and he has to run away.
0: All right. You want to roll that?
3: Yeah, I'm working on it. Hurry up. <laughs> my mouse is being slow. Fuck you. Squeak, squeak. Yeah. Uh, 15 damage.
0: Oh, my God. He had exactly 15 health. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, because uh, he had 20, and then... uh. Captain well, I guess he's not running five. away, huh? No, tell me what happens.
3: I like to think he clutches his head and just passes out.
0: Okay, so non-lethal?
3: Non-lethal. I'm not going to kill him now.
0: Okay, so you kill Caucasia Whitman. <laughs> <laughs> um, So the white guy collapses, and now there is a clownfish, Merfolk, and a toucan, Aarakocra, and it is their turn. Uh, they whip out uh, basically submachine guns and spray the entire party, Uh dexterity saving throw.
3: Well, at least I got one of them down.
0: Everybody, but obviously Dr. Adler, who's not there. Sweet. Five.
3: Nine.
1: Uh, 14. Uh,
0: so only Captain Melbeck saves, which means you're going to take half. Oh, okay. Uh, six damage, uh, half for Captain Melbeck as they spray. Uh, they're very surprised. They run out of the garage and immediately into enemy fire and they just start shooting back. So it's wild and unfocused and they clip a couple of you, but nobody gets seriously injured. Bad roll.
3: Is that all you got?
0: <laughs> it is now Captain Melbeck's turn.
1: Okay, so I- I'm gonna take on the toucan, and because I have already, because the the toucan's already been damaged and is below its hit point maximum, I can do a thing called Colossus Slayer to do one d8 extra damage if I hit it. So let's see if I hit it first. Uh, Twenty-one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, uh. let's work that damage out. Another fifteen, an additional six, so that's seventy. Uh, fifteen damage.
0: Yeah, exactly. Fifteen damage.
1: <laughs> that's exactly enough
0: damage, huh? <laughs> I follow my nose to death. <laughs> 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 uh, so, so you just shoot that guy in the face?
1: Yeah, take a shot. Off he goes.
0: All right. All that's left is the clownfish f- merfolk, and it is Dreg's turn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on Drake, make this 3 for 3, 3
3: for 3. Come on, get an exact 15 again.
4: <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, uh I'm going to Drake Drake's going to pop his shield open and use that as a battering ram to subdue this one. And try not to kill anybody.
3: With the roll 20 just the Shrek is smiling at me ominously. <laughs> 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 just like half his face from where it's cut off.
4: 18. That hits. Yay. And so damage.
3: 15 damage.
1: 15 damage. 15 Uh,
4: damage. I don't know if that's possible.
1: You're a strong boy.
0: He is a pretty strong boy. And you have a a suite of paladin skills that will allow you to stack damage on there.
3: Oh, yeah. Don't y'all have spells?
0: I don't have anything practical. 10 damage. All right. So you just run forward and you just hit him across the face with your shield. Yep. Alright, Sasha, it's your turn. Clownfish is all that's left.
3: Um, okay, so I'm thinking about trying to just intimidate him into fucking being a wuss. Um, so I'm gonna say Look, we just took out your other two dudes in like two seconds. We got one tied up back there. I'm incredibly cool. <laughs> the others are also pretty cool. Uh maybe you wanna just put down your gun and work with us, dude? Twenty-one!
0: Yikes! I'm looking at your sheet right now, Conrad. You have dem- divine smite, where anytime you hit someone, you can make it explode and do a bunch of extra damage. Oh yeah. <laughs> See this the the blue box on the right where I wrote yeah. all your stuff. Yeah, okay. but that's that. There's better uses for that than this. Okay, I'm just letting you know that, that you have a bunch of stuff you can do. So yeah, I suppose. Uh, so 21 to intimidate. Yeah. The clownfish drops his gun and puts his hands up. It's a it's a you know, humanoid. I'm just using that as a shorthand. The same way, you know, Dr. Adler is a tropical fish. So
3: right.
0: uh, he throws his hands up.
3: All right. Tie him up, boys.
0: Uh, back with Dr. Adler, Um, you have, you're, I guess you're standing over Kaiser? Yeah, I'm watching him. All right. And so he's tied up and he's just looking up at you and he says, I thought maybe you were cool when we met and you were like, oh, I'm from Earth and, you know, we don't, we don't live too far away from each other and. Stuff. You seem cool. I guess you're not cool. So, Olivia, against her
2: best interest, like, her innate instincts to be like, No, I'm cool! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is going to be looking over at uh his tattoo, which I believe you said is uh around his neck?
0: Yeah, he was hiding it with a scarf, but he has yes, the Invicta tattoo on his neck.
2: And Olivia is going to say, Conduit equality, quality, eh? That doesn't include... Ilithids, I'm guessing.
0: Well, they're not people, so. My son. Is it really fa- is it fair to share with monsters? We gotta look out for our own, and we we are all equal, and they are monsters. It's sometimes
2: interesting to see how life has perverted the world of forms. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the forms are fine. That tattoo speaks differently.
1: Equality for some, but not others, is not equality.
0: It has equality right there in the name, Laura. <laughs> what's,
1: what's that whole? Um, what's that whole Animal Farm quote? Uh, some of us are more equal than others. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Wait, so, <laughs> didn't
2: Andrew Ryan say that in Bioshock?
0: I mean, Bioshock <laughs> is literally just quoting a bunch of stuff, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Laura just made the subtext text, Uh, so... I
1: I apologize, I just got excited, I was like, oh, I remembered a thing from, like, actual media for people and not, like, nerd shit. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Literature! (laughs) I read a book.
1: I remembered a thing from some literature I read once.
2: Yeah. Uh, Olivia will say, so how did
0: you get in with Invicta anyway? I mean, how everyone gets in. We're veterans, we served in the Illithid Wars keeping the planet you're from unconquered. Un- you're welcome. Livia won't say anything else. She's just going to quietly kind of watch. Um. So you just thought you stop talking back and Kaiser says, you know, I'm not actually bird racist. That was like a, a joke thing. Obviously our leader is an Aarakocra. So that I'm uh, just trying to, you know, not a thing. I'm going to shoot him one finger gun, but not like
2: enthusiastically, just like a gotcha. Um. So I'm going to start playing some electro swing music on my space pod.
0: <laughs> All right. So you start playing their space pod. <laughs> yes. uh, Kaiser rolls over quickly and tries to use the hamster's claws to slit his own wrists. Okay. I can
2: uh, cast hold person. Mm-hmm. So a wisdom saving throw uh, to beat a 14. Botch.
3: Can, can i say he
2: rolls underneath the hamster's butt and the hamster just sits on his face and farts into it a lot
0: absolutely yeah so twice now he's tried to use his conduit to escape and both times he's been fucking humiliated first direct crit and now he botched both times the worst possible failure and he gets hamster butt stomped instead of killing all of you which would have been an ignoble way to go
2: I'm going to give the hamster like, a scratch and be like, you know, you're the real condom of inequality. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. The rest of the team, you tie up the clownfish man uh, with the Invicta tattoo on his face. Um, and he's on the ground. He's like, when Colonel Cassius gets here, he's going to fuck you all up. You know that, right? I beat a mech. What are
3: you going to do, bitch?
0: Have you seen his mech?
3: I'll beat that one, too. Nobody can stop me. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are dead as fuck.
3: You're dead as... No, I didn't kill you. Um, You could have been dead as fuck. Appreciate that, bitch.
0: I'm appreciating be on the winning side. Whatever.
3: Oh, yeah. Looks real winning down there on the ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, Stasha, you're going to keep smack-talking this fish, man. Yeah. Um, Inside the garage, you guys find a bunch of mechs, many in states of disrepair and being repaired, uh, disassembled and so forth. But there are some that you can use and that Big Star can reprogram so that you can pilot. Um, The best option, Big Star tells you, is that there are four Legrand Pugs.
3: Are they shaped like eggs?
0: No, they're just smaller than other mechs.
3: I know. I just really want one shaped like an egg because I'm a bird.
0: That... So if you're a human, you'd want a mech shaped like a woman's stomach. What are you talking about? No,
3: it's different. And also it's a uterus. Get it right.
0: You know what I meant, though? It's representative.
3: I just wanted an egg. I can't believe I'm getting trolled like this.
0: So these are four small mechs. They are not the size of Aww. the the Malamute or the Dalmatian. But working together, you may be able to fight uh, off a bigger one. And they don't have traditional weapons. These are just like groundskeeper mechs. But they have landscaping tools like rakes and hoes and pitchforks and stuff that you can use to fight.
3: Okay.
1: And they don't secretly have the ability to combine or anything, no.
3: Yeah, we can't Voltron, can we? (laughs) No,
0: you guys, that's something you need to work up to. You can't get Voltron in episode seven or eight.
3: That's fair.
1: Okay, okay. Now that you've you've put this on the table, season finale, I want to Voltron.
3: (laughs) I will get my egg.
0: Start spending your downtime working towards that. Mhm. <laughs> 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 All right, so you guys can uh, reprogram and and pilot the pugs. Are you going to leave Kaiser and the clownfish here, just tied up on the ground, or
3: no? That seems like a bad idea.
0: Uh,
4: so Drago, at some point, need to go to Big Star and say, "Do you have a place we can put these?" And gestures. And there's
3: at- like a shed we can lock them in.
4: Yeah. Gesturing at our friends that have been bound.
2: Giant hamster farts in Kaiser's
0: face again. Got him. Uh, Big Star says, hmm, yes, I think we could lock them in the decommissioned mech cockpits so they can't get out. Uh, Would that be acceptable? Can they breathe in there and everything? I'll lock them in the ones with the life support system still functional. Cool. And he won't be able to injure himself. Uh we'll we'll have to tie up the the, the quality guy, but yeah, we'll be good. Okay.
3: Maybe we should get all the rest of their conduits.
0: I mean, you blew off the toucan's face and the human is not going to regain consciousness for a couple of days. The clownfish will do nothing but swear at you. So
3: Fair. All right, let's go. Let's go save some whales.
0: Save the whales.
3: Fuck! <laughs> t- I
1: walked right into that one.
0: You want to save the whales, Lauren? <laughs>
1: have we se- have we seen the nuclear whistles
0: <laughs> Yes, the nuclear whistles All right, so you guys get in your pugs. Do you guys want to describe what they look like or what which weapons you pick for them?
3: Um, I want the rakes because they're like claws or talons because I have talons. Nice. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh,
1: can you repeat what the options for the weapons were?
0: I mean, there's no strict options. I'm just letting you know they don't have any military equipment. It's just, like, whatever you can find in this garage.
1: Yard tools. (laughs) I thought I had forgotten, like, options. Uh,
0: You're just going to be using your normal character sheet to do that, where I'm just scaling things to the- for flavor. Yeah, Yeah. so you could just be like, oh, I pick up a a jet engine I found in this garage, and this is my equivalent of a shotgun.
3: I I
1: like the equivalent of just, like, a giant leaf blower. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's my shotgun equivalent, and- my my mech I, I don't know why it would look like this for the purposes of gardening and landscaping but I'm just picturing the white tiger sword from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers so like that's that's basically what I'm piloting
0: strong choice
3: mine looks like an egg no <laughs> I'm sorry it,
0: Sausage just says hey Big Star can you just grab some scrap metal and just smush it all around my mech until it's just kind of an egg shape
3: <laughs> can you do that?
0: It's D and D. It's your imagination.
3: Oh yeah, he does that for me. All right, we're friends now because we flex together. While
0: everyone else is getting their mechs set up, we get Sasha an egg. Robot. Thank you,
3: finally, Lauren it's like
2: home. and her weird obsession. So I want mine to look like Digitama Mon <laughs> from Digimon. <Yeah!
0: laughs> Fuck off!
1: Oh wait, wait. Can I update mine? It's the white tiger Zord, but like instead of tiger face, it's it's a hippo face.
4: <laughs> Dreg's doing nothing to his.
0: Okay, so you're just going to punch? Yep, he's just going to punch. It's what he's there for. Love it. Um, so you guys, uh, actually, I think Big Star is going to take the the Malamute that was here. He f- finishes uh, re- reprogramming that. He's going to take that. It's also uh, the only thing that could probably fit his horns, which adds some extra height to him. <laughs> he's very big. Uh, yeah, he's large. He's very large. Uh, So you guys get in those mechs and you uh, they once again, the way they work is you kind of sit in this cozy cockpit and there's these wires that like wrap around you and hold you inside. And then the thinnest ends of them kind of work their way under your fingernails and connect to your nervous system, which sounds icky and it is. But the important thing is you don't need to go to flight school for three years and put in 200 hours of flight time. You can just do it. You just do it like your body. Yeah, it's just your body.
2: So we don't have to, like, find someone who we're perfectly, uh, like, synced with, <laughs> and both do our movements in tandem, and then in the third act
0: reveal, we had a sword all along? Take that, Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. Where's Pan's Labyrinth 2, my dude?
3: <laughs> he was too busy giving us the, the fish man.
0: Yeah, although, yeah, to be fair, he's actually doing us a solid. Um. Alright, so you guys take off from the ranger station, and I assume go up to the pod of whales, where you expect there soon to be... Uh, an attack. Yes. Um. These these whales, about twenty of them, floating gently through the air. Just
3: do they like scratches?
0: <laughs> Animal handling.
3: Fuck yeah! I'm going to roll to very gently mm-hmm. give them like pets with the rakes because they're so. Cool. <laughs> I hope
1: like the not scratchy uh, side of the rake.
3: Yeah, just like it's like a pet. Uh huh. Oh, I rolled a six. They hate me.
0: Oh no, you do the wrong end of the rake.
3: Oh, oh. <laughs> I poke them just a little bit. Yeah,
0: you scratch this whale, and it—it's uh, a— it's a kindori. I'm gonna keep saying whale by accident. I apologize, but it's a kindori, and it, is, it does a.
3: No. so sorry i'm a monster
0: (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah so you guys i think you just land on top of these whales because your weight is nothing compared to them they are just unreasonably huge they would be the biggest life form on earth if they were on earth but that's how big they are so you all land up there is anything you do or talk about while you're waiting uh are there open communications between the ships or Yeah, I mean, with a conduit of communication, you guys can all talk no matter what, even if there wasn't.
2: Okay. Just
0: checking.
3: My son is so helpful.
0: Yeah, so uh, the blue whale is, uh, let's see, up to 98 feet. And that's the largest animal known to have ever existed. These things are 20 feet longer. Come
2: on. Uh, Olivia will note that uh, we need to try to be quick because we still actually have to find the anchor point on that turtle. And the one that they might be looking for on the terrasse as well.
3: Yeah, I'm going to roll perception to try and scan the whales for uh, any sign of an attack or of the talisman thing. Yep, roll it. Enhancing the whole time.
0: (laughs) You have an actual enhance, because you're in a mech.
3: Oh shit, I can. I only rolled a nine.
0: Nope, you fail. You do not see anything. Uh, Is it just perception we're rolling? That's what she chose to roll. That's looking around. Yeah.
2: Uh, what about investigation?
0: Yeah, that would be the other one. 18. Fuck. All right. So Dr. Adler, you fly around these whales and with an 18, you think, ah, if they're going to kidnap one, they would probably pick the biggest one. And you fly over to that and you find tucked under one of its its fins uh, an anchor which is, a, like a, once again, a small magical device that was hooked up to it like a week ago, which has been, ever since then, generating a pocket dimension to put this whale into.
2: Okay. Could I do, I don't know if it'd be a medicine check or just a straight intelligence check to know how to disable this? Arcana. Or
0: how to, like, safely remove it? Okay. 24. Holy Christ on a sandwich. Yes, uh, you can disable it. But if you do so immediately, uh, if you just yank it off, you'll just rip open the pocket dimension and you'll get sucked inside and be trapped forever. So don't do that. Uh, It takes there's like a small ritual you'll need to conduct to deactivate it safely.
2: Ooga chaka, ooga ooga ooga
3: chaka. (laughs) Okay.
1: In in that case, is it worth Doctor Adler doing that because of the whole non uh, non violence thing and leaving the rest of us available to combat should we need to combat?
0: I mean, you got a twenty four. If you want to say you start the ritual right now, you can. Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm already there. So you land the pug upside down under the whale's fin. It might be called the Capybara. Aww. You just want to name it that? Like, you can give a ship a name.
2: Well, yeah. I don't like pugs, but I like capybaras.
0: What? Oh, now you're starting to fight.
2: (laughs) My sister had a pug. It was annoying. It will kick me up at night in the morning.
1: How dare you?
2: It's very awful. But capybaras I love.
1: (laughs) So, you're in a pug class ship that you have called the Capybara.
2: In my mind, I'm slowly rewriting my own mental history that this was never actually called the the model (laughs) pug, and it's always been the model capybara.
0: Once again, you guys are getting very precious about these mechs you're going to have for two episodes, and then later when you get your own mechs, you're going to be very mad that you wasted all these good ideas. Oh, that's going to be the ultra capybara then. Oh, fuck off.
3: Yeah, you don't think I have better ideas?
0: (laughs) All right, so you land the, (laughs) the pug class capybara under the whale's fin, under the kindori's fin, told you, and you're going to conduct a magical ritual to deactivate the anchor. It's going to take about five minutes. Um, In the meantime...
2: I'm going to conduct the ritual in uh, Aquan, by the way. So um, they're they're like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the most romantic of languages. Um, Meanwhile, the rest of you, your sensors start beeping, and you have enemy inbound.
3: Okay, do I know where it's coming from?
0: Uh, above you.
4: Oh, that's not good. I mean, it's all a matter of perspective in space.
3: I'm thinking about um, sh- using shatter on it before it gets here. <laughs> uh-huh. Because uh, it's disadvantage to metal, but... And to get a pop in. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to big dick it. Ugh, all right. So, constitution saving throw, I guess.
0: Uh, 15. I would have crit. <laughs>
3: God damn it, you still beat me. All right. Um, but that's half damage, which is 3d8 thunder. 12 damage, bitch. That's
0: pretty good, yeah. So you guys, uh, your sensors start indicating something's coming from above you. And Sausage, without waiting <laughs> to question it or talking to anybody, just fires off a magical spell that explodes in the air. And the thing veers wildly as it, as it was struck. So it was damaged, but then it's, it just shoots to the side. It's extremely fast. And you see it coming down at a different angle now because it's trying to avoid getting shot down. As it comes into your view, you see it.
1: Oh, oh, that's that's cool.
0: Uh, This is a Legrand Greyhound is the name of this model. It is a racing mech. Of course it it is. is. Yeah.
3: I just said, of course it is.
0: It is extraordinarily fast. That is its defining feature. And this thing, which is, of course, gunmetal gray, mm-hmm. is sh- basically... You can't even t- uh, distinguish its features, like where the head and the arms and the legs are. It's just a, bl- a gray blur as it streaks through the sky. And roll initiative, because it's definitely gunning for you. Austin. Yes.
2: I'm raising my hand as though that matters. So what you're saying, this is a racing mech. So in a way... This is the pod racer of the <laughs> funk universe.
0: Now that's what I call pod racing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10 on initiative.
3: 8. 14.
0: 11. All right, drag against all odds is first. Let me just write that, drag. Run up and punch <laughs> it in the face. <laughs> Parenthetically, uh, Big Star is going to be piloting the Malamute mech, but because it's a very slow, bulky thing that he had to rip a bunch of systems out to reprogram it. Um, And he is helping fight the Greyhound, which is, like, the fastest mech that you guys are aware of. He is not going to be very effective, so I'm actually not going to be rolling for him. He's still here, but he's not going to do any significant uh, damage in this fight. So he's trying his best, but this fight will go faster if we recognize that he cannot land a hit.
1: Yeah, punch it in the face. Use its momentum against it.
0: Sure. God, I want you to one-hit
2: this thing so bad.
0: (laughs) <laughs> two fights in a row dr adler's not actually participated
2: <laughs> i'm doing very important stuff behind the scenes i'm saving the whale and i made that hamster sit on the kaiser's <laughs> face
0: apart it was very good all right drag it's your turn the greyhound is just a beam of light arcing through the air it's going so fast what do you do um well it, it, it is
4: that arc of light moving in our direction
0: Oh yeah, it's coming down. It's going to kill all of you and activate the anchor.
4: Cool, very cool. In fact,
0: I'll I'll just I'll just say like it's something like a voice comes on over your intercom and it says, "This is Elizabeth Bohr, conduit of peace. Cease these activities at once. These Kandori are the property of Invicta." Uh,
3: I would like to respond back. <laughs> no, they're the property of this nature preserve. You fucking goose. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you can't just like own an animal.
0: Invicta does not recognize the sovereignty of Hypatia or its claims on any of the creatures here
3: okay well I don't recognize the sovereignty of you bitch
0: <laughs> fair enough engage <laughs> alright okay
3: don't negotiate with terrorists was
2: there a like a face to the person or anything like that or just a voice
0: uh, it was a voice you could open up a visual communication if you want
3: uh, I would like to do that just to flip her off <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, okay you turn on the you you send over like a face communication sasha this is just you and her and it uh, the screen pops up and you see that she is a kua toa oh which is kind of like a merfolk but merfolk are like human like basically human with fish features kua toa are the opposite they are anthropomorphic fish with like only minor human features like arms and legs uh the kua toa are most famous in D for being one of the the species most thoroughly conquered by the Illithids, so much so their entire species was traumatized because they share a, a low-level uh, collective unconscious or a collective subconscious rather. Uh, so they they kind of all feel each other's emotions, and they were conquered and enslaved by the Illithids, which traumatized the entire species. So if anyone has a reason to hate the Illithids, it's these guys um
3: it doesn't mean they can just kidnap whales though
0: it's true uh the kind of kuatoa she is is tiger shark
3: that's cool
0: so she has huge fuck off fangs
3: well i've got a fuck off beak
0: nice so you turn on the visual viewer you see her once again her name is elizabeth Bower, b-o-h-r and she is the conduit of peace
3: hmm that something's up with that
0: uh, and it is Dreg's turn. Dreg, she is going as fast as humanly possible, and she's going to start shrekking you dudes. Okay, well, I'm going to... Dreg's going to be moving to Intercept.
4: And just drive a punch into center mass and see if we can at least slow her down to give the rest of the team an opportunity to get some hits in. 21. That hits. Okay. And I am going to add. Uh, I'm going to use Divine Smite and add an additional 2d8 damage to this roll. Uh,
0: so that'd be 19 damage. All right. Now, now is that the most anyone's done in a single attack this season?
1: I think, I think so. so.
0: So nineteen damage uh, as she streaks across the sky, you just throw your pug in the way and just do a punch. And when the punch connects, you re- release an explosion of your paladin magic. Is that how you would uh, describe that interaction? That is,
4: yes, that is how I would describe that interaction.
0: All right, and she's kind of blasted aside by it. It did hit her like a ton of bricks. You guys can fight mechs now <laughs> instead of being fucking trom- trampled by them. So yeah, you.
3: you I mean. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, tram- You say that, but did, did we, we? get trampled?
0: No, I mean, you would have if you weren't just-
1: If we weren't great <laughs> at the and the best players who know what we're doing. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: at the end of your turn, Dreg, uh- elizabeth activates a legendary action which is a thing certain boss characters can do so at the end of her turn uh she's going at the end of your turn uh she makes an attack of her own she bounces off your fist and then does like a u-turn flies back and kicks you um 16 uh no 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 all right that's cool because she's moving so fast you're like uh, I punched you. Now you're going to be, oh no, she's back. And then you block her with your shield. So it's like, you're surprised by her speed, but you're still drag. So you're, you're a very defensive fighter. And now it is actually Elizabeth's turn. And she's going to use um, her conduit of peace, which uh, takes the fighting spirit out of one person and they lose their turn. Uh-oh. And that is going to be everybody except for Dr. Adler, who's not in the fight. Everybody make a, yeah, make a charisma saving throw.
1: Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah. Mmm.
0: 20. Nice.
1: You sure you don't want to make that a different kind of roll? Oh, 17. Okay, we'll stick with that. 17. No,
0: 17. 18. Wow, you all got really really good rolls, but yeah, 17's the lowest. So, Liamora, oh, you lose your next turn.
1: That that sucks to get a 17 and be the lowest roll. That's <laughs> right? true.
0: Uh, but yeah, charisma is not just, like, are you likable? It's your ability to enforce your will on the world. And she uh, dominates that. And she forces you uh, to stop fighting back momentarily.
1: Okay, so it's not, like, we're not rolling against any number of hers at all. Okay.
0: Her conduit, yeah, her conduit is whoever has the least willpower of people she's fighting lose the ability to fight momentarily.
3: Ah, <sighs> I hate her.
0: Do you? El- Elizabeth pops back up on your screen. and She says... I see you're an Earthling. Don't fight back. Join us. Come on.
3: Uh, no. I'm not a racist.
0: I'm not a racist either. I mean... Have you seen our forces? We have, like... I don't
3: know you personally, but is kind of a racist organization.
0: We have dozens of species.
3: Any illicits?
0: Of course not. Do you serve with cancer? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to sign up and serve next to... Th- nuclear fallout it's you're saying nonsense
3: have you ever actually talked to an elephant?
0: oh they were too busy killing my friends
3: yeah not anymore not all of them
0: oh okay i guess i forgive them bye i'll leave now idiot (laughs)
3: listen i'm from earth too you know i kind of get it but also like have an open mind my dude
0: i'm gonna okay i'll open up your mind over and out
3: maybe i'll open up your mind bitch
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know if you've all have read Sasha's character sheet, but Uh-huh. She she gets very angry.
0: Cromp.
3: Um, I have to figure out what I want to do to attack her. There's so many good options. I want to shatter again, because I only have one more spell slot left in that slot. And all right. it's good against metal, so I think that was constitution.
0: Yep. Fourteen.
3: Uh we match.
0: Uh tie tie goes to the roller.
3: That would be <laughs> Two damage.
0: No, it's she takes double and then half, so it's five. Oh,
3: okay, five talking, every
0: time you do this, we do this again.
3: I forget it every time.
0: Yeah, so you hit her now with another shatter, and you see you crack the metal. Like that's a very effective against mechs. Like if you were gonna take a specific spell to to defeat mechs, you...
3: I didn't even fucking know.
0: Yeah, and at the end of your turn, she does a legendary action, flying back and kicking you. Uh, Seventeen.
3: Oh, that hits me.
0: Yeah, she kicks your pug right in the tummy. Seven damage.
3: That's fine. This is fine.
0: All right, Drag. It's your turn again. She's just flying between each of you. She can she can move basically unrestricted. She doesn't take opportunity attacks, and she can move as far as she wants. That's the power of the of the greyhound. So she's just bouncing between you, kicking and punching all of you.
4: All right. Well, we're gonna give her another punch. <clears throat> Love to punch. Because I I don't I don't see another way to. She's not gonna stop moving and and.
1: You you do do Ooh. a very good
4: punch. And We're not going to negotiate with terrorists. Exactly. <laughs> <It's> just,
3: <laughs> Thank you.
4: That's just what's going on here. So, all right. Um,
3: <gasps>
0: uh that's a crit, twenty six. Oh, boy, oh, my attack roll. This is this is the classic speed versus power matchup.
1: See, this is what I'm saying. Use the use the speed against it. That that punch is going to hit all the harder because they were going at speed.
0: Oh god, I'm- I'm getting Mountain in the vipered. It's worth
2: noting, Conrad, if you choose to use your divine smite or whatever the fuck it is, that damage gets included in the the double damage shit then, too. Oh shit, alright, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you could fucking explode this thing in one fucking
4: punch. I could afford to use another spell slot in that, that's- yeah, I could do that. Oh, boo. Wow,
0: you rolled a bunch of ones on the damage. I did roll a bunch of ones on damage. I got 11.
3: 22 damage is still a pretty good amount of damage. That's respectable.
0: That's still a pretty good hit. Yeah, you know? I mean, you might have defeated her in a single punch, just blown her in half. <laughs> but yeah, with your bad rolls, you only do the most damage you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so at the end of your turn, uh, she like you rock her with that punch and it, you know, just uh, like nearly shears an arm off her mech and she comes back and tries to punch you uh, 13 that misses you just deflect her yet again. She absolutely cannot lay a hand on drag brutal on her turn conduit of peace again. Everyone charisma saving throws.
1: Okey-dokey.
0: And I think it's the way it's represented is just like all of a sudden all your mech controls go dark and you're just kind of floating there. Captain Melbeck. Mm. Uh, 25.
1: Uh, 12. 19. Oh no,
0: Captain Melbeck loses her turn again. I
1: finally get a cool mech and I don't get to fucking do anything with it. This is so <laughs> oh sad. no. It was very sad for me. <laughs> I don't get to do anything with the cool
3: mech.
0: Sasha, your turn.
3: All right, I'm going to use those rakes as if it were my rapier. 14? Uh, no. Okay.
0: She dodges that.
3: Well, I try to do a big smack.
0: Uh huh. Uh, So at the end of your turn, Sasha, uh, the the Greyhound is going to flit up to Captain Melbeck, whose mech has been dead in the air for two turns and is going to attempt to grapple it. Strength contest.
1: Okay, what is my strength?
0: Oh, crit.
1: Yeah, I ain't gonna beat that.
0: You are not. Uh...
1: I botched.
3: Oh, no. I I was so
1: ready for this episode to be. Everything's going to be really cool for me. I'm going to have a really fun time (laughs) with my Gundam. I'm going to be a fucking Power Ranger in space. Nope.
0: All right. So.
1: I I could re-roll, but what's the point?
0: Yeah. So for the audience, I don't know if we said it. I crit, she botched. The worst possible outcome in any contest. And also your mech is disabled.
1: (gasps) Yeah. So. Yeah. There's a bit of me that's like, is it even worth trying to undo that, like using a reroll to undo that botch? And I don't think it is. I think it's going to be bad no matter what.
0: Yeah, it's just way more interesting for you to be utterly destroyed at this moment. Elizabeth turns the Greyhound around uh, from getting her ass beat by Dreg and just basically flees that fight and slams into... Captain Melbeck with all of her speed and drives you down into the pod of whales and slams you into the back of one of them, injuring it pretty badly. She's going at like, no. you know, p- sound barrier speed and the whale makes a mournful cry as you slam into it. And oh, that your, bitch gon' pay. And your uh, mech is extremely badly damaged and you are disabled, broken, lying in the back of this mech. And she reaches down and wrenches your cockpit open. Oh no! And looking down at you, Elizabeth says, You're the captain of this unit. Surrender. And no one else has to die.
1: If I know one thing about this crew, it's that no matter what, you're not going to take them down. They're a bloody good crew.
0: Alright, we'll do this your way. And she punches down through your cockpit. the rate we're going, though, someday the credits are going to be have to be their own show. We're going to have a spin off show. Yeah,
3: we're going to have to bring somebody else in. It's
0: going to be a whole production. I mean, it's a good problem to have, right? A smarter person would be able to leverage this into some kind of intelligent way besides just being buried under the list. But Good luck. Thanks. November 2018, credits.
3: Oh, God, it's already November.
0: Well, what are you thankful for, turkeys? Almost started crying again. Hold on. <laughs> They're not that cute.
3: They are pretty cute, uh huh, but also delicious. That's true. Um, I love turkey gravy on mashed potatoes. That's the shit.
0: And I'm thankful for music, which we have credits for. We have uh, <laughs> sp- the songs we use this month include "Your Reality" future bass remix from Doki Doki Literature Club by the Musical Ghost, "Morning Thinker" an arrangement of Thinker from Armored Core 4 by Overclocked Remix, and "The Sound of the Galaxy" an arrangement of Freedom's Progress from Mass Effect by Overclocked Wow. Remix. You, got, <laughs> you really jumped the gun on that one. You said, wow, before I was even finished.
3: I know, because I didn't know there was more. There was so much.
0: You're so excited. All right, executive producers for November. There's quite a list. Also, Patreon changed a bunch of things, so I think it's an alphabetical this month instead of whatever oh. system was before. And also, a bunch of uh, people were declined, so if you're not in the list, I apologize. It is Patreon's fault and not mine. Please be mad at them. I'm doing my best.
3: Yeah, don't make Austin cry. He's a very gentle boy
0: i'm so fragile i'm gonna read the list of names that they sent me though is that okay with you
3: yeah sure i'll help
0: thanks uh
3: first up we have a rad skeleton with a skateboard Kiefer low wow i'm jealous uh we have a turkey joke
0: gonna be that kind of month huh folks
3: <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna fucking get us this month aki
0: Savalinen.
3: albert west Aliyah. alex Vepra, andrew birmingham Andrew Fallu, conduit of mediocrity itself. Andrew Grothin. Andy Harkins. Anna Mae Jesus. <laughs> Anna. Anna Michael. Wait, does somebody? I want to know if Anna is actually named Anna, or if they, if it's my cat.
0: All oh, your cat supports supports you on
3: Patreon. Well, at least she's supportive of something.
0: I'm s- I'm sorry for all the times I called you a nasty little gremlin, Anna.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, patron of Dora. Hey, thanks, Anthony.
0: Oh God, her army grows uh are you there god it's me bozog <laughs> no, sorry i have to do it
3: <laughs> are you there god it's me bozog oh that's the good
0: shit sorry about the audio <laughs>
3: <laughs> arjun de konig
0: is bjj brazilian jiu-jitsu and Bristol.
3: ashley no just ashley august rue oh i'm so excited for this one austin poor fleas <laughs> parentheses donate to my patreon <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what does that even mean poor fleas? because it sounds kind of like your ski
0: oh my god
3: they're getting you so hard this month
0: i've been destroyed entirely i like this next one is just a message austin it's all caps austin tell lord tell jim i said hi
3: <laughs> i'm not a messenger <laughs> Oh no, more dunkage. Austin Yorsky, conduit of pretentious storytelling itself.
0: See, pretentious is one of those things I say about myself in a nice way, but when someone else says it, it sounds like an insult. So I don't know which one. Also, now that it's an alphabetical, I can see how many start with my name. (laughs) (laughs) Which is brutal. Normally they're peppered throughout, but we just get six Austins in a row here.
3: They love to dunk on you.
0: They really do. Austin Yorsky died to pinwheel twice. How would you know? If you're going to dunk on me for my Soulsborne gameplay, i could not beat the blood-starved beast without help how about those real dunks i've no one's ever died a pinwheel it's nonsense
3: i have no idea what you're talking about
0: it's a dark souls boss
3: oh brady conduit of failed murder (laughs) keep trying
0: brady (laughs) brendan williams wait no don't keep trying brady hold
3: on (laughs) hold on brady please stop
0: legally i'm not allowed to encourage you brendan williams
3: brent every single mcgillroy (laughs) goly dash mcelroy s choir
0: really i've never seen anybody spell s choir that way brent <laughs> but honestly, i love it you kind of killed it uh britney and Jermaine walls dual conduits of senseless bickering that's y'all need s- to work on that yeah it's either sweet or i'm pulling for you <laughs>
3: <laughs> bruce wayne conduit of batman well
0: you just blew <laughs> just completely destroyed his, s- his secret identity on air
3: oh no oh no this next one's pretty good
0: i mean i am excited about reading the name buster buster muffin half i (laughs) I wanted to go back to bruce wayne conduit of batman because if the conduits existed in the dc or marvel universe would everyone's completely be busted like you wouldn't be able to just be the flash in your civilian identity you would be the conduit of speed and everyone would know Uh oh i feel like no more
3: superheroes sorry
0: yeah, it completely destroys the fiction. Anyway, Buster Muffin half. Yeah, that did. That felt good. I'm glad I got to say it twice.
3: Please don't bust it. Or do. Cameron Abbas.
0: Carter Rainer. This is going to take six weeks at this rate.
3: Christopher Charlow.
0: Cody Jackson.
3: Coram. It is a truth university acknowledged that will single man in pose, but it's in all fit. Sorry, Coram.
0: Counterfifth.
3: Daria Morgan. Dawn. Donning Frost.
0: Dennis Bankston.
3: Dennis Pancake Detlefson.
0: Devin, Conduit of Lucian. Still holding out for that dragon type, Evie.
3: Oh, shit. This next one is me. Uh, Dorian, (laughs) Conduit of (laughs) Self-Destruction.
0: Grayson. There's an entire subgenre of people who are trying to get Lauren to say same, and it's honestly the best thing about doing this every week. Douglas Williamson.
3: Dr. Tao.
0: Dr. Goatman. I wonder if you guys go to the same school.
3: Huh. Yeah. Dragon (laughs) in the server Room.
0: Drowned Summer, Conduit of Ronaldo Dances. Dylan. Everin in the chamber of secretion. Do not
3: secrete in the
0: chamber. <laughs> I mean, there are certain chambers in which you are- No! <laughs> it is okay for you to secrete. I just Please. wanted to be clear. Okay.
3: I Einar Johansson. Ikorin. Elderly Goose.
0: Eleanor Nonante sees Periton. Aline. Emma loves Moose. I also love Moose.
3: Oh, fuck yeah. They're so big.
0: Oh my God. They're mighty.
3: Indigo Vandane.
0: Erwin Lala Gadek. Le Lagadec.
3: Le Lagadec. I don't know. Eventual <laughs> Eden. <laughs> Extellaris. Five Purple Conduits. Florian H. Foo Bar. Conduit of not only Foo, but also Bar. Francois V. for the Fifth. That's what I always say.
0: It could be Francois V. You don't know.
3: Uh, Gorfanax Jr. Conduit of Hunger and CEO Gorfanax Brain Meats.
0: I do think we should vote him off the board, though. Grimlock.
3: Happy birthday on November 13th. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jorgen. Jorgen. Jorgen, Indie Monster, conduit of name B. I know it's butchering. I know it's name butchering.
0: Lauren does not have Excel, so I have to export the list that Patreon sends me into a PDF, and it ruins some of the marks that aren't in standard English. So some of the names don't look right for her.
3: Oh, I have an excuse. What's yours?
0: Oh, I have a bad mouth. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Next name Harley Aster.
3: Harrison Andrew.
0: He drawn master.
3: Highway to Mel.
0: Fuck, that's very good. Hustle Bones.
3: I am Tosk.
0: I am Tosk.
3: Huh.
0: it's a Star Trek thing. Anyway. Oh, I would not know. It's okay. I read a Zondra Light novel and transformed into a patron.
3: Ian Morgan.
0: Any relation? No. I, I know this is Emmanuel Panachios I thought it said Emmanuel Pistachios, and I almost lost it. <laughs>
3: It also could be Pinocchio's. It's
0: Pinocchio's. I know. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I said that so snooty, like, obviously.
3: <laughs> Ingemar Grimon.
0: Isaac Arevalo.
3: Jack Kluch.
0: Jade the Mind Sculptor.
3: Oh, Jade's back to normal. Hey, Jade.
0: Not banned in Modern anymore.
3: Not pretending to be a McElroy anymore. Got you. James Neely.
0: Janiac, conduit of five gallons of lube and a kilo of glitter in a paddling pool.
3: Oh no, that sounds like a mess.
0: Is it <laughs> is it Janiac Laura's fiance?
3: What are y'all getting up to over there in England?
0: They just have more fun than us.
3: Everybody has more fun than me. Damn. Jasper, conduit of November fluffiness.
0: J. Logan, conduit of queerness itself.
3: Uh Jay Poirier.
0: Jeff Clark.
3: Jesse, conduit of existential dread, also a big mood.
0: Joaquin groaning.
3: John Beresford.
0: John Kerry, not that one. I add that. What'd you add? <laughs> not that one. I say that every every month. John Kerry, not that one.
3: Oh, yeah. cause John Kerry.
0: I bet they're really tired of me saying that every month.
3: Probably. It's like that's just my name, Austin. Stop it.
0: I know. I'm sorry. Okay,
3: John Potts.
0: John Barnett.
3: Joseph Tombrello.
0: Josh Mosier.
3: J.P. Green.
0: Oh, I thought that was J- JRPG een I was like, what is that? <laughs> 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 Sorry. Ju Man Jacko Lantern. Still oh, rocking the Halloween, spooky. I respect it.
3: Julian Phillips.
0: Junk 2.0.
3: Just a jester.
0: Justin Berthasell, conduit of ooh ooh itself.
3: Also a big mood.
0: Mhm.
3: Uh, Caster UK.
0: Kate, conduit of instant regret.
3: The biggest mood. Uh, Kaylee Scherer.
0: Keller Automat.
3: Kevin Dobbins.
0: Killer Cotton now.
3: Kitty Foe.
0: Christina, conduit of every animal on Hypatia themselves. They are absolute units. You have to give it to Christina, them.
3: Christina, come to my house if you're all those animals. <laughs> but if you're not all those animals, then you lied to me and don't come to my house.
0: We don't have any place for liars in this house.
3: <laughs> the cats lie a lot, so I guess I do. Criterion, Conduit of Bad Puns.
0: Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. She's a paleontologist, so it's not- <laughs> I know that sounds Wait, is very she obvious. really? Really? Huh?
3: Is she really a paleontologist?
0: Yeah, you need to spend more time in our Discord.
3: Um, I spend a lot of time crying in bed. I don't have time okay. for other things. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> the schedule's packed, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, lady the Young, Conduit of Not Mad, Just Disappointed.
0: Lily Cage, Conduit of Stay Tuned.
3: The rudest conduit. <laughs> Lindsay Pankhurst.
0: Logion, conduit of fatigue. Now, that's my big mood.
3: I, we can both claim that mood. It's okay.
0: Sharing is caring.
3: Lauren Cates.
0: Luke Powers. MJ. Markov needs pangolins. Agree. Sure
3: fucking does. Yeah. The Cult of Gorfinax.
0: Matthew B. Hare, conduit of cranberry sauce. That's that November shit.
3: Give me that turkey day bullshit. Matthew Schultz.
0: Matthew Weber, but also I am Tosk. Hell yeah. I still don't. G- <laughs> All my Tosk bros out here.
3: I still don't get it.
0: There's a character in Star Trek who the only thing he says is I am Tosk. He was the original Hodor, if you think about it. Oh, no. Yeah.
3: Mat- Matthias Lackitz.
0: Maz Jin.
3: Melissa Nielsen. Mel Mary Flowers. That's right. Fuck Thanksgiving.
0: Now, do we want to kind of bring that kind of ne- negativity in here, Mary Flowers?
3: You know what you did, Mary Flowers?
0: Well, I don't know. Maybe if I, Sometimes I also feel like fuck Thanksgiving when I'm there and I have to look all the people in the eyes.
3: Oh, and I have to like talk to like all the people and they're like, what are you doing with your life th- this year, Lauren? And I'm like, all I did was cry a lot.
0: And, and yeah, that's basically... I'm like, oh, I love this turkey. I love this mashed potatoes. But if you say another thing about what you saw on the news, I'm going to stab you with a fork. All right. I get it, Mary Flowers. You're off the hook. Michael Groman. Michael Hall. Michelle Minkler. Miko from Finland, Morgan Rapp,
3: Nicholas Dominic,
0: Nina Pearson,
3: Noah Sudret,
0: Notorious Stoltz, Conduit of Notorious Stoltz itself, fair enough.
3: Paul Mullen,
0: Possum Kingdom Refugee,
3: I still want to go to the Possum Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Pruitt Holcomb,
0: Puck, Conduit of Large Ambitions Before Follow-Through.
3: I can't believe you all are calling me out like this this month.
0: Are these all you?
3: No, but they fucking got me. Okay. Quench the Void.
0: Rain, conduit of wetness herself. I feel as though the algorithm has put the qu- quench the void and wetness herself next to each other. I feel like they could sort a situation out between them.
3: <laughs> oh, no. It's quenchy. Whose turn? Oh, it's my turn. Random web person. Rasvita. Razumi Yuzura.
0: Rainer, the conduit of slightly less stoned.
3: I fucking got you, Rainard, I'm never less stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep with one eye open, bitch. I'm coming for you. Uh, Richard G. Coles. Robert Dakin. Oh, this one's really good. God damn it. Rulon. Conduit of that time, Austin said, flute toot close to
0: the sun. <laughs> if anybody can provide a timestamp, I would like to hear myself say, flute toot close to the sun. <laughs>
1: flute toot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That'd be a good back tattoo. Flute toot close to the sun. In Latin, over a picture of the sun. S. Eskirini, conduit of coffee.
3: That's also Austin.
0: I'm trying to lay off.
3: Salad child.
0: Sam Zdenowitz.
3: Scott Goings. Oh, you got a Scott.
0: (laughs) Scott McCloud.
3: Scott who stole my name for a joke Cummings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
0: god, they're dueling. That's a...
3: I love our fans.
0: <laughs> There's a fencing match going on in the credits. Uh, Scotty Vilhard.
3: Sean Lyonsburg.
0: Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays.
3: Sevarden Akrasimova.
0: Shane Sedgwick.
3: Shane Ware, conduit of ethical hedonism itself.
0: AKA season five, sir underscore octopus. I don't know if you want me to say underscore. It's the only one that has an underscore in it. So it-
3: I just imagine an octopus with like a monocle and a top hat. And that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, a cane, doctorate. I like him.
3: Snowfall Frost did nothing wrong.
0: I don't know. Sprankton, a noun, a disease you get from chewing too much. I
3: love the comments.
0: Please leave- turn all of this into just fun trivia facts.
3: Seriously, Sydney Marzing.
0: Cyretha, Conduit of Puns.
3: The cast of Dungeons the Gathering.
0: Didn't we have two Conduit of Puns?
3: Did we? There's so many names I forgot already.
0: Uh, Where were we?
3: The Had Cells. I read it for you, bitch.
0: Which one am I?
3: The hottest, gayest, purest, goodest gen. I guess I took that from you, Mm too.
0: I tricked you. Now you have to read the rest of them. No. (laughs) The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia? Was that too long for you to say?
3: No, I just would like telling you no.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, it was just a power thing, I guess.
3: (laughs) Yeah. The Paladin's wife. Did I just
0: get domed my own credits? The fuck? (laughs) Oh, no! Tim Lutton
3: tired cucumber all cucumber same
0: toby gleason stack
3: tom turkey's tuber tunnel <laughs> <laughs> come on down to tom turkey's
0: tuber tunnel we have all the tubers you need for your thanksgiving
3: needs <laughs> i'm so glad you you understood what i was doing
0: there toshurku editor of attack on dice
3: transient passerby shayness vega arson
0: victoria Melito.
3: Vinny, conduit of gay pop music. Yeah.
0: Now they're just pandering to you. This, okay, so uh, Austin gets dunks and you get like, oh, we love your work so much. You're Vinny, you're so gay and cute. We love you. Also, Austin said
3: a thing one time and said flute toot to the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Flute toot. Whose turn is it?
0: I don't know. I went off on a thing there.
3: Vizzy Huggles, keep up the great work, y'all. See?
0: Thanks, Vizzy. Ziphasaurus. Yeah. Yoko Taro is Yoko Taro, the conduit of Yoko Taro. Okay, Yoko, if you're listening, where's Draken Guard 4, bitch? <laughs> and finally, Z23619. And that's all of them. Actually, another one came in as we were recording. Uh, Andrew Fedye. I'm sorry, I just it's it's the J, it just not for Americans. We don't know what to do with it. I see the J in there and my brain says, Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow, there's a lot. This this month wow thanks guys
0: yeah i'd rather it be, it be a lot than too little that means you do enjoy our work and oh my god i looked at their corner and it gets 21 minutes that cannot know, stand I'm like, that cannot be fuck, I'm we running have to leave f- so late for work we have to go i mean you should definitely follow laura at laura Buzz everywhere kotaku.co.uk chris patreon.com slash weekly mug recap conrad, conrad is at conrad zimmerman on twitter of horse the podcast austin me patreon.com slash austin you know what it is you know where we are
3: dot band dot dot band dot dot
0: dot com slash skitch yeah and also big thanks to everybody in the discord all the great artists
3: thanks to me you're welcome you didn't name me bitch
0: you're here and you're queer and you can't be stopped what else do you want
3: <laughs> i just want you to acknowledge it <laughs>
0: that's what the show is it's nothing but acknowledging that fair thanks to all the moderators in the discord thanks to everybody who sends me constructive criticism i know the combat could be harder but they start crying i'm sorry if i make it harder they cry i don't know what you want me to do
3: i feel like we don't cry (laughs) you cried okay you literally (laughs) i never cried i don't know what you're talking about i didn't cry at the beginning of this recording
0: you started you started crying in the middle of this recording i had to edit it out Did I really? Yes.
3: I cry so much that I forget when I cry.